That's Eddie from Family Matters. Did you ever watch oh, that show, Family yeah, Matters? Of course I watched Family Matters. The I Winslows. Was in, I was a 90s baby, of course. And Steve Urkel. Remember when he turned in Jamil? The hot Steve Urkel? <laughs> where it came out like the, <laughs> what was it, like Time Machine? And all of a sudden it was Jamil and Laura was all over. I just think it's like these black slacks and like a long white shirt. And with like Steve one of those collars. Just in a real collar. Like, Steve had the fro. He had like the, the shape up. He was the oldest brother, right? Yes. It was like a poor. Oh, oh you mean Darius McRae? Yeah. Okay, no, I was talking about Jamil, but Darius McRae. Oh, oh, oh. Eddie, yes, he was the oldest brother. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a poor Fresh Prince of Atlanta. You know, like the working class Fresh Prince. Yeah. And Urkel was, well. Little kids are very small. You yeah. know, like. We don't know I, the whole situation. This is a celebrity thing, so they're gonna always make it seem the worst. I'm not saying that he didn't do it because I don't know I was there, but you know, they're always going to twist it and put the most interesting words in the headline. Word, you know, but is her arm dislocated or not? Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay, well, then some yeah. way that happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm not blaming him, but if a yeah. little baby gets their arm dislocated, somebody's yeah. got to be held responsible you for You kind of need Child Protective Services to go monitor your household maybe you have an anger thing maybe it's a drinking thing and maybe, maybe it was nothing maybe, maybe she just was wasn't nothing. listening you yoked her up the wrong way maybe it was a really her. bad day you know like got a flat tire somebody looked at you bad but you know, i'm not like, mad that somebody looked into the fact that a two-year-old had a dislocated arm yeah that's good that is good you know it really is that's dang family matters dude don't you remember family matters family matters <laughs> family matters, family matters eddie <laughs> Family matters. <laughs> Guys, we're back with none of that. Episode six. None of that. None of that. Hello, my name is Nara. And I'm Elise. And it's Friday. It is. Happy Friday. We always say happy Friday to everyone. Yes. Definitely. Happy Friday. Be safe this weekend. Mm-hmm. Bring good vibes to people. Mm-hmm. You know, you are what you put out in the world. I wish you all happy weather this weekend. Oh, God. This weather is terrible. Yeah, I'm about to get my hair braided because it's like my hair's not doing well. And it's late. It's fall. You should be doing like wigs, weaves, press. Know. You know, I it's know, like right? it's it's fall. You know, you should be. It just yeah. feels still too hot to have all of that on my neck. I know it's humid too. Yeah. I have to check in the humidity every single morning because my current hairstyle, I have to uh, twist my hair in the morning. And if it's going to be too humid, I'll use rollers because your shit will never make it. You'll get to work and your shit will fall. And you're so right. I have to wrap it. I wrapped it. I put a hat on this morning. I got to work. My hair still looks nice. So mm-hmm. you, know, you have to do what you have to do. Guys, I walked into work the other day and I had, you know, my scarf draped around my head. And I was like, why do you have a babushka on your head? <laughs> you're a Russian grandma. Yeah. I'm just like a Russian grandmother. Yes. And I looked at her and told her I need to protect my hair. She's right, though. Because right. it's hot. It's humid. I only have to walk like... Five blocks by the time I get to work. That's true. My hair is done for. Oh, when I go on the subway, kills my hair instantly. Exactly. Instantly kills my hair going on the subway. It's so hot down there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so hot. So where are we starting today, Nara? Today we are starting with this mass text message. Did you guys get the mass text message the other day? The the national emergency alert? Yes. It was a a Trump text. Yes. Essentially, our pre- our president was texting us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Question for you. Yeah. If you could send a text to everyone in the country, what would it say? Hey, big head. <laughs> Maybe Michael Jordan answer. Maybe Michael Blackson. No, not Michael Blackson. Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Maybe he would answer. Maybe I could Link up with somebody amazing. Wait, what is your text message say? Hey, big head. <laughs> hey, big head. That's you throw out that text. You feel me? To people you haven't spoken to in a while. So I bet if I threw "Hey, big head" out to everyone in the world, I would have some funny conversations coming back to me, and I could probably swindle some shit into like, you know, some businesses, some money, the bag. If anyone knows Michael B. Jordan, Elise said, hey, hey big, big head. head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see if he responds. <laughs> hey, big head. What about you? I would send a text message saying, 
give Nara five hundred dollars right now. Oh shit! You're so always everyone thinking, in the country give me five hundred dollars. You're always thinking more efficiently than me. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Get these people to pay you. This is your motherfucking president, and I'm telling you to send Nora Allen Walker all of these five hundred bucks right I take now. Venmo. I take checks. Yeah, word. Put PayPal. that in the message too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put that in the message too. My <laughs> PayPal account, my Venmo account, Cash App. Cash App, definitely. You can direct deposit me if you want. Yeah. Um, send it on through. To Nora. To Nora. <laughs> to Nora. <laughs> So, okay, so what did other people say about this? Oh, Twitter was, like, going off uh-huh. about these, um, the texts they got, and they were basically making up their own versions to the presidential text, okay? Okay. So, at Itch Pretzel, whatever, that's his, that's his handle. I'm not mad at him, whatever, Itch Pretzel. We're from Philly, you know, pretzels are the shit, you Itch, know? though, I-C-H. Itch? It's gotta Itch. be initials. So, Itch Pretzel said... Donald Trump just sent me a you up text. Hashtag presidential alert. So I thought that was cute. Like, oh, you up? Just making sure you saw me. And then at Skinny Hendrix said, if anybody from the White House needs to contact me, they're going to have to send it through at Barack Obama. <laughs> like, don't hit my phone if you're the president unless you're going through my dad, Barack. Okay. So Twitter was just, you know, they had a few punchlines and it was funny because the presidential alert is supposed to be serious. And it's once again a mockery. You know what it I mean? was I thought it was a test. Wasn't it? I a mean test? it's a test, but when you get a presidential alert, like I feel like if Brock would have sent us a presidential alert, we would have been like, Hey Press, what's going on? You know, we would have felt good about that. I'm pretty sure I heard it going off in everybody's phone and everybody uh, was just like and did you the mat oh you just passed it off you're like yeah, fuck like, that shit i heard donnie was texting me today <laughs> fuck that <laughs> oh yeah i didn't i, I didn't look at I it i didn't care i didn't even look open it damn it was just, a real emergency exactly well, practice i guess it's a but practice know, it's, but it's, still yeah it's yeah. a presidential and we're like okay we ain't fucking with him so that's it okay well speaking of which okay yeah. kavanaugh do you know what's going on with brett kavanaugh I, I've heard about it on the news, but, um, explain it to me. Let me know. Explain it to our listeners. Okay. So Brett Kavanaugh, he is trying to become a next, uh, Supreme Court judge. And explain to people like what it means to be a um, Supreme Court judge. Basically, this is one position that is for life. So he's a pretty young guy. And if he is elected to this position, he's going to be a Supreme Court judge till he dies. Basically Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's like. Very, very old. Like 90-something, yes, right? Yes, she's 80s. Yeah. She's very, yes. And she's a liberal-leaning judge. And, you know, cases that go to the Supreme Court are the big cases. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the cases about abortion laws and marriage rights yep. and gun ownership. And the Supreme Court, they're the ones who decide, you know, the cases when some person needs to sue another person, you yeah. know, and it gets too big, you know? Yeah. So, um I mean, this is very, it's kind of a contentious thing because, of course, Barack Obama, he had the opportunity to elect a judge and the Republican majority Senate, they basically postponed it until Trump was elected. Mm -hmm. And then Trump got to choose the last judge. And so you're saying that Barack never got to choose anyone to get elected. No, it was his choice. He was the president at the time. And no, they postponed postponed it until after Trump was elected. Okay. So Trump has gotten to elect one judge. Already. Already. Yes. He's, you know, a more conservative judge. And, um, now, uh, he's gotten this chance to elect another because another, uh, judge just died. Yeah. So now that's two. Two choices we got, and he robbed Obama of his one, right? Okay, it's fine. well, I don't know who did you feel me, but it was the Senate, it wasn't Trump, personally. You're right, you're right, it wasn't so. Um, yeah, so we'll have to see. I mean, I know this, this lady has come forward and said that when she was 17 years old, she had this horrible situation happen with Brett Kavanaugh, and um, she just wanted people to know, and she basically said, I know I'm probably trying to stop a moving train here, but I just want people to know. And, you know, it's, you know, no one wants this kind of negative press around a judge who's yeah. going to become a Supreme Court judge. For life. For life, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. A lot of people have said really great things, you know, about how he's 
um, give them time off when they work for him and they were pregnant. So they go to doctor's appointments. Like I've, people have said positive things yeah. about him as well. So I mean, it's unfortunate that this happened to this lady because it's like I am always going to be an advocate for victims because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been times in my life where I've been that person. Mm-hmm that's been wishing that someone could help or reach out, you know? So I'm definitely, I'm not really going to take sides. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be impartial about it because it's like, yes, this happened a very long time ago. Still doesn't take away what happened. But then yet again, this man is really old. How old is he? He's not that old. He's in his 40s, but still, if you were 17 to 40, that's a long time. It is, it is. I would like to think people change. Yeah. And if people started digging in my ass past because <laughs> I Your wanted, ass, your past, you yeah, know. Whatever one yeah. you want to do. Yeah. People started the nosy to, shit, you know. If the FBI came to me and was like, I, I'm gonna run through everything you've ever done. You know what? I was thinking about that. I think wouldn't that be interesting to find out what the FBI could find out about you? Uh I would be scared shitless. And you could see it like this we all got your, all these messages you sent all yeah. things you searched things you searched things you bought online traffic lights picking picking your your nose nose. yeah yeah all the things they can find people who people who you said shit to in high school like you told this girl that she was this and that and they took all that shit they could get testimonies from people from your past about who you were as a person. And like, so maybe I will be a Brett Kavanaugh. I will not in that way, but someone may, maybe exactly. pull felt, something up about your past that you wouldn't even. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's hard. I wish I could have more facts, more evidence about like what really happened. And because it's been so long, it's always just going to be a mystery, but I'm kind of more like, Innocent till proven guilty. The FBI is doing another investigation. Okay. It's a private investigation. So we're not going to know. So they want to control what we know, basically. That's what a private investigation means. (laughs) They want to control what the public knows. There's like one piece of paper and they each have to read it one at a time. And then they shred it. (laughs) They shred it. (laughs) (laughs) The public can never know. Can never know the truth. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what's happening. So I don't know. I mean... Best of luck to both sides. Uh, I don't know. I really, I mean, I support this woman definitely. You Me know, too. Like, Me too. She basically said she's going to put her heart, her life, her job on the line for to tell the truth, which is all, something we all should do. And how often do we get steamrolled? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. A Especially, lot. you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but rape culture and all of that, like how people move. And if a, somebody comes out and says that they were in a situation like that, people automatically believe that, not lying, but they always go to that point, like, why were you there? What were you doing? Like, it's always mm-hmm. the victim's fault as to why they got themselves in these situations. So, like, I'm definitely down with her. With this, think about this with online dating, you know, because you're going to go meet people who are complete strangers. For real, for real. There was this story, um, I think it's down in... Houston, Houston on the south side, there's this app Jacked. It's a gay it's a gay guy app, whatever, but is it a dating app? It's a dating app. Okay. But it's like Tinder. Okay, okay. Like basically we're or any, like, the, or like a new grinder. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Jacked. Apostrophe D. <laughs> but um basically people were getting robbed down there. Really? Yeah, so Really? Yes, this guy would be on the profile just like anybody would do anybody that online dates out there all you do is you log into the app you start swiping you see something that you like you like you swipe right on their asses and then some you know you start a conversation and maybe not the first time maybe not the second maybe you're that person that waits three times until you meet somebody talk to them on the phone you take every precaution Mm -hmm, you can mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you could still show up and this person could be padded room crazy Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and basically these men were getting robbed. They would show up over like one or two locations, show up and some guy would run around the corner and rob them. And these other stories that I were hearing were way more extensive than that. They were like, people were getting raped, beaten, like I'm taking it back. People do not date online. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah, don't. 
People are catching up, catching on to it now, though. And you're right. I think maybe at one time, when things are new, they're used for good things. You exactly. Know? Like Facebook. You know, when it was new, it was wonderful. It was used to connect people who had never talked to each mm-hmm. other before. You're reaching out to aunts and uncles and people from your past. You can and... find your long-lost dad exactly. on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook, you know. And now it is such a muddled thing. Mess. There's so much stuff in it. There's so much collecting all your information as well. Collecting all my information. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, And these dating apps, imagine how much information they're collecting about you, you know? About, like, your dating, like... And that's psyche. That's, like, (sighs) your mind. Like, see what kind of people you pick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. So you have to be careful, people, honestly. Dating online is not bad. I'm going to take it back. If you want to date online, do your thing. Mm -hmm. But... Basically, what I'm saying is people are catching on to how easy it is to lure somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a space with someone who's has that type of energy, bad energy, and would lure, like, it's so easy for them. Mm-hmm. You're going to get mm-hmm. caught up, mm-hmm. and you might get hurt, you might get robbed, you might get killed, you know? So, realistically... Go to bars, meet people in bars. Yeah, let's go back to... halls or at parks. You know, don't, yeah. talk to people. So coffee shops, coffee face shops are face. great places to meet people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Mav, um, we have a new co-worker at work. Shout out to her. Hey. Um, she was saying that you need to go places that, like, you need to go and look for people that are at the same places that you would go. You know, if you like mm. art, you need to go to art events, and at least everybody in this room, you have low key a small connection with because you connect on an artist vibe you feel Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. so you know i think that you need to go out and you need to experience people like real time i like corny bowling and pool because i go to this place called north bowl and they have bowling there and you know what like bowling is just not that high impact you don't have to think that much you just talk you know like you bowl but you really talk you drink you eat you know you, you sit down you chill you know and I like to play pool I think pool is fun too you know um I wish there's more places to play pool in the city because it's fun yeah. yeah we used to go to this place out in Jersey called King's Row that shit used to be lit Really? It had a lot of pool hall or pool the tables? Whole, it was a pool hall. It was mm-hmm. like six or seven tables. There was a bar up front. They used to have the music up loud as hell. Like, shit used to be lit. Mm-hmm. It used to be there like every weekend at King's Row. There's a Buffalo Billiards somewhere in the city probably? Yeah? Okay, I'll check that out. Buffalo yeah, Billiards. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, before we break, though, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about Cardi. <laughs> Careful with me. She came. Did you guys see that she turned herself in? She looked great doing it. And she looked great coming out. She had her, like, what, her jacket? Yes, yeah, like, over her shoulder. She had this, like, wide skirt. Her fluffy 50s hair was, like, yeah. all twisty and soft. Very, like, and, oh, you know. Yeah, I, dainty. Like, I was like, damn, Cardi. Would you drive yourself in? If the police were after me, yes. I'm not built for that. I'm not built for that. Like, every day I come home and I have a shower, I drink my drink. Like, I'm not built for on the run. I'm not a, I'm not an on the run type bitch. No, me neither. Me neither. Like, can we just go home? <laughs> is, this, is this done yet? Please. I'm probably not wearing the right shoes for it, you know? I probably don't have a jacket. I probably have a tiny purse. I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't be prepared. No, so... I would probably end up having to turn myself in if niggas was, like, really chasing me. And honestly, if, like, Cardi, she's got great lawyers. But it depends what it's for, actually. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If Cardi has great lawyers. What, and is it she, was, what is it for? I think, allegedly, a situation happened with two bottle girls. And I don't know if anyone saw the video. I think it was on the shade room. Car- offset was at the club. And there was these, you don't even see that these are the two girls in question that got beat up. You just see him in the club, and you only notice him because it's a blurry video. Mm-hmm. Like you notice Offset and Migos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Cardi just pops in, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he looks shook. And there's these two bitches that were really close to him at first. Now they're not as close. <laughs> they just slid apart like at yes. the right amount of time. And then okay, later on there was a video, and Cardi was just like with her finger on his face, and this is then a third. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I think something happened allegedly uh-huh. where these women, you know, they got beat up. I don't know. Oh, Cardi sent somebody to beat them up. I don't. I listen. I'm not testifying. Okay, I don't know nothing. That's pretty clever. I would. I couldn't. I wouldn't send someone to beat. No, but I don't would know. Would you fight be, a bitch though? It depends. It's like she. Right here in front of me right now. Yeah, like you rolled up on your man and this bitch was here. Yeah, I would tell her she had to leave. You would tell her she has to leave or you would fight her? I would tell her she has to leave and if she did not leave, I would fight her. Okay, yeah, but... You know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i not going to be like, I'm not throwing the first punch. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> to say that. I'm going to get a person. I'm just going to say, you should probably leave right now. Okay, okay. Very calm in your Virgo <laughs> voice. Like, you should probably leave. It doesn't work. I'll trip her, punch her in the face. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, I don't know, though. Like, I wouldn't... I don't, I, a hitman? I don't, I don't know where... I don't know where to get a hitman. Or, like, get somebody to go beat somebody up. I don't know any kind of people who could do that. Somebody said Cardi was the female Tupac. Like, she just don't oh. give a fuck. <laughs> There's probably a hundred okay, people that know okay. her that will beat up anybody if she asked them to. Like, I don't fuck with these bitches. And her friends are all like, all right, bet. <laughs> bet. She seems fun, you know? She seems fun. I love Cardi, even though she's not that great of a rapper and she doesn't even write her own music. <laughs> I like her because she's unapologetically herself. <laughs> she just doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't give a fuck. She'll take off her shoe and swing it at Nicki Minaj like, fuck it. <laughs> You know, like, so. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish. I would have to turn myself in, honestly. It depends it, what it's for. Yeah, for well, that, I would I turn guess. myself in for I that. Guess, I guess, yeah, I Because would. you have good lawyers. You, I would, if you're rich, I would. you would have good lawyers. I would, I would. If it was murder, no, I'm no. running because I'm going to have to stay yeah. in jail for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could probably, yeah, you could buy yourself out of that. Yeah, exactly. you sent some people that beat up some girls. I think you could buy your way out of that. Even if you didn't, like, where's the evidence? Do you have like physical evidence that I they had no physical evidence? This is why this bitch was walking out with a smile on her face. Like, they couldn't prove that she did the shit. So it's a wrap. I'd turn myself in for some shit like that. Yeah, but if listen, I'm on the run for murder. I gotta see Cali. I gotta like go across the world. I need to do all this great shit. Before I turn myself in, you know, True. I just be on the run, go down to Mexico. Where, mm-hmm. what, what countries don't have extradition laws? I have no clue. You see, you have to figure these things out. <laughs> I have absolutely no clue. I'll go to Ireland. Probably Jamaica. I probably go to Jamaica. Okay, but like there's, there. extra, there's probably extradition laws. What does that mean? What's the extradition law? It's when. If you do a crime and you go to another country and you get caught there, you can get sent back to America for your crimes. I have family there. I'm sure they hide me. <laughs> hide at my grandpa's Okay, garage. but if you went to a country that had no laws like that, you could just live free. If you made it in the country, there's no way Nick, you, they could ever get you. Okay. We should look it up. We need to find out just in case we have to kill someone. <laughs> or just in case, you know, we need to get away to a country. We need to go to the right ones. I didn't say anything about killing anyone. I did not. Me neither. That was Nora. <laughs> I don't know. I think poison is more like, I don't know, poisons and fruit. Or maybe not even poison. Just send those bitches some fruit baskets or some muffins or some shit. Check them send them 100 some. muffins. I'm fucking Cardi B. I have all the fucking money I want. Scare the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, some, wasn't that like an episode of Hey Arnold where he, he like got beat up and they were like, just do the crazy dance. Just act crazy and then people don't want to fuck with you. You feel me? And he went out there and did like this crazy dance to, with the with the boom box and shit. And everybody was like, whoa, he's crazy. <laughs> Scat, skedaddle, everybody. He's crazy. Did it work? It worked. Okay, okay. At the end of the day, Hey Arnold was good. <sighs> So you're right, Cardi. Do some crazy shit. Do some crazy shit, you know? Do some crazy shit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, everyone. We're going to take a break. Refresh your drink. Go to the bathroom.
We're back with the show, guys. Hello, hello, hello. I've refreshed my drink and we're ready to dive in. To a debate. To a debate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, over the break, we were talking about this Darius McCroy. Yeah, McCray, McCray. Eddie from Winslow, people. Eddie, yes, exactly. And, you know, would you beat your kids? Neither of us have kids. We're going to be honest. We don't know. What this is like? just what? What do you think, though? I'm not going to beat my kids. You don't think so? No. At all? I mean, for purposes of debate, I'm going to say no. Because I do not want to beat my kids. I feel like I can be a way more effective parent than putting my hands on my children. And the situation Darius, yeah. No one's bones should be broken. No, that's ridiculous. And at but years at the same time... Years old, yes, but at the same time, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna beat my kids. I'm pretty sure it's. I, I hate to say it, but probably at some point it's gonna come to that. And I, yeah, I heard this really interesting thing about how you know when your children's lives are in danger, when they're running in the street, when they're touching things that are hot, when they're you know uh, putting themselves at risk, you know, running away from you, and you know, like those things need to be stopped. Word, and I'll pow you. Pow. Pow, pow. Yes. <laughs> but no belts. No belts. No, no I don't that's think beating. Those are whoopings. I'm, we're talking yeah. about whoopings. Yeah. When you say the word beating your kids, that's like you're beating your kid up. I'm not going to beat my kid. Never. Maybe if I have to. I guess the terminology, the terminology that you're using in this. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm. I'm realistically when you put it like that is there you have to beat your kids i guess realistically when you put it like that if they're putting themselves in harm they're endangering themselves they're endangering others running out in the street like you're right at some point that needs to be addressed and sometimes you can talk talking to your isn't kids enough. a lot you can talk to your kids and you should talk to your kids first right yeah, i guess yeah. my parent but i don't know i mean it, it sometimes kids don't understand consequences because they don't have the life experience to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I can get through to my kids and I won't have to resort to beating the shit out of them. No. I don't want my kids to be scared of me. I want my kids to respect me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know those, you know some parents out there are quick to pop off and I don't want to be that parent. I was in the subway and there were these young mothers and they had like double wide strollers and you know two four strollers and things like that and you know it was early in the morning they were trying to get the kids on the subway and they were like fussing for juice and stuff and this mother's like snapping at this one year old you know he told you juice he told him like "Ah," you know and yeah snatching the juice and the kid thrown in the back like lack of patience i guess yeah but yet again we don't have kids so who knows what our patience level will be when we do have kids i just hope that my i just hope that my parenting will come off well my kids will understand because i'm gonna get real with them and that you know i'm not gonna have to resort to beating the shit out of them i just don't want to do that and if i do then i will come to that bridge when i have to but for right now, no. That's not something you can turn kid. yourself in for. <laughs> Help me. Well, you know I the teacher. Stop now. it! <laughs> I can't stop the rest. My hand just keeps get, my hand just keeps slapping them. <laughs> but um, I saw this um, thing too. It's like nowadays, teachers be looking for that stuff. They do. They do, which is good. Like, good, yes. But kids can't understand what's going on. They're like. Did your mom hate you? She's like, yeah, she whooped my ass last night. <laughs> They're calling dice. I mean, I guess as long as there's no like a black eye or yeah, like a broken arm, wrist, those things. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that you should hide it, but you know, it's rude. But um, damn, offensive. What? Is it offensive? It's not offensive. It just like sometimes it happens for some people that way, you know. And I just it's why I'm on the side of not beating my kids. 
Mm-hmm. I will take everything away from you. You will live in a room that has nothing in it. No bed, no PlayStation, no shoes, <laughs> no nothing. You'll just sit here and be upset because you can't do nothing. I'll take you to school. I'll pick you up and you will stand next to me the whole entire time. Watch the damn dishes. You'll become my personal slave. Nah, I feel like I'm going to mush. Which is why I need to take care of it quick. Because otherwise I'm going to be like, I'll take this stuff away. I'm hungry. Okay, I'm going to feed them. (laughs) They'll feed them too. You know, like, they're going to want to like, oh, I'm lonely. And like, well, you know, it's your your baby, right? You like to be lonely. No, not if you act enough. Not if you act enough. It seems like a lot stop. of work to punish your kids. Like to, I mean, imagine how you have to yeah, stop like, everything on a Saturday to clear everything out of their room and find a place to hide it. You so know? it's easier to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to beat them than move all the furniture. Hiding everything. No, kids I are nosy. I would do it. I just feel like my kids will know. Like this is mom's space. Why would you bring your ass in here to try and find the shit I took away from you? What's wrong with you? You know? They have soft brains. Their brains are very soft, small. Your brain grows because your head is getting bigger. I get it. I get it. At some point, the kids are not, like, able to comprehend shit. Exactly. Except whoopings. And then they'd be sick. But I don't know. I just... I hope that one day my kids act right and I don't have to beat them. Don't we all? Don't we all? Right? (laughs) Don't spoil them either. I'm not going to spoil my kids. I don't want them to be social lepers either. You know those parents that just kind of set their kids up? Like the weird kid. But is it better for your kids to be the weird kid? Or the kid that's like really, really popular, always on Instagram, always on Facebook, like constantly super popular? Because that's what super popular is now. Popularity is measured online now, right? I mean, I guess... Even between classmates in high school, I can imagine people's Instagram likes are come into play. Like, this bitch doesn't have as many likes as I do on my photo, or she has more followers than I do. Like, I'm sure that comes into play now, right? Yeah, word, word. I didn't realize when I was in high school, we didn't all have, like, video phones. And, no. Like, we camera could call phones. people and text. Yeah. That was it. I, I forgot that I'm that old. Mm-hmm. We didn't have... I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. I forgot. Right? Like, there was no camera phones. There was no video phones. Because... Uh, and I want to create that for my kids. You just have lots of photos, though. Yeah. I want to create that for my kids. My childhood was epic. Okay. We were outside every day. Kids don't even want to go outside now. It's like a punishment to go outside. But a lot of parents are really into their phones as well. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Basically, what you just said is that it's about your parenting. It's about your parenting, and I want to be the parent that can get through to my kids other ways. Other ways. I think people should take parenting classes before they have kids. Yeah, but then you have to regulate like who's having sex. And that's impossible. I don't think it's. I don't think you have to. Maybe like you get a discount on a birth if you go to parenting <laughs> class. We'll give you 500 bucks off. <laughs> Free anesthesia. <laughs> Word. Word. If you just go to this parenting class. Um, well, I was talking about spoiled kids because I saw this thing online about these Russians. It started with these rich Russians. And they're rich Russian kids, essentially. And they're doing the Falling Stars Challenge, okay? Okay. And they're basically taking photo. No, they're having someone else take a photo of them falling on their face like out of a car or out of an airplane out of a fancy lamborghini of a jaguar and all their bags like their gucci and louis vuitton bags are just like spread everywhere and they're just like on the face and at first i was like why are people taking photographs of them falling out of their cars and airplanes and yeah, like, like these in these your private fancy jet. places you know like this gorgeous bathroom like why it made no sense and yeah, that they're they're rich people who are basically taking these photos to basically show how wealthy they are. Like, look at me, I have all this fancy stuff. Just look at fell me. out of my purse. I'm falling out of my private jet. <laughs> I'm falling on my private tarmac, mm-hmm. and my Gucci bag fell over, and my twenty thousand dollars fell out, and my diamond ring. Oh my god, <laughs> oh I almost no. scratched it as I fell on my face. Like, dumb. 
right? Yes, it's dumb. It is. It is. It's dumb. It is. So. Like us, we were thinking of like the Shiggy Challenge mm-hmm. or Level Up Challenge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like dancing. Why would you make a challenge to show how rich you are? Like it's corny. 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 Hashtag. We ain't falling with those stars, okay? None of those falling stars. Yeah, none, none of those. None of that rich shit. I mean, I want to be rich. I do too. But I'm, I would never flaunt it or have someone take a photo of me. Because I, I, you didn't actually fall. You got on the ground and laid I there. I think you had looking. someone take a picture of you falling out of your airplane. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, why? Don't you have, like, your Lamborghini to get in and drive away? And, like, what the fuck? So... Mm-hmm. Guys, this is my part of this segment, Mrs. Dr. Love. It's where I just hit you with some real shit, okay? Some shit that you can use to get to know yourself more. And when you get to know yourself more, you improve relationships that you have in your life with friends, with significant others, with coworkers, and all of that, okay? So this week, I'm stepping away from the love, and we're just talking about self-help uplifting yourself okay so eight core values to live by um i read this article was by darius Ferro, and he was basically saying how we think our values have everything to do with how we're perceived but that's not what values are values have a great pack on impact on our inner world they define us you know they form the foundation of our character everything the essence of who we are your your values define that you know and it's very interesting because I feel like we should know what our values are so we can know to live by them. Because, you know, everyone, even different religions, you might still have different values yeah. that you take from it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so. Exactly. That's what this Mrs. Dr. Love segment is about. Mm-hmm. Is like realizing that these are things that are implemented in the world every day and we just don't take advantage of. Yeah, to make yourself a little bit better, to make yourself a little bit aware of, you know, how you're living. Yeah, exactly. And if you're aware, then you can change it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? Things you don't like about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely always wants to do. Exactly. A little things. So since we have to live with ourselves, our values should be very important to people. Like this should be something that's on top priority of your list is figuring out what you value and what your values are. If you don't set your own values, there's a chance you could adopt other people's values. You know, you be around people, you see what's important to them. Sometimes it will be really easy if you don't have any values to see what their values are and be like, okay, that's admirable, but they're not yours, like you said. And you reflect them and you might not actually value that. Value them. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? So sit down and define your own personal core values, okay? So me and Nara came up with a kind of Mm -hmm. joint list, Mm -hmm. a few of my values and a few of her Mm -hmm. values. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you know who you are in life, you stop trying to be who you're not. Mm -hmm. And that gives you tranquility, Mm -hmm. inner Mm -hmm. peace. You Mm -hmm. feel me? And I feel like once you have inner peace, you can go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So my first one was loyalty. Even though you might not see eye to eye with old friends, high school friends, college friends, coworkers, stay loyal. Once you build a bond with someone, don't break it. Most most importantly, though, stay loyal to yourself. Okay. You okay. know, you can be loyal to other people all you want, but you need to stay loyal to yourself. Yes. You need to be out there being loyal to who you actually are. Be who you want to be. Be, yeah, the person that you want to be. Focus on, I mean, yeah, not to be self-centered, but focus on yourself. Exactly. So my second one was consistency. Be a person someone can count on, you know? Consistency means a level of performance that does not vary greatly in quality over time. Throughout all the changes of life and things like that, you, you, all the changes that you may make as a person, mm-hmm. your character, your values, they should stay the same. They, be, they should be consistent. And it's important to be on a schedule, you know, that helps with life, you know? Okay. Yes, consistency. Okay, we shoot on Fridays, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, you want to do the next one? Yeah, respect. Um, I think in this case, they're thinking about respecting yourself, you know, and the more you respect yourself, the more people respect you, you know, like, I guess really standing for your ground, you know, and, you know, don't, not letting people push you over, you know? Yeah. I mean, have, yeah. Demanding like, respect from people, and you demand respect by physically being about what you say you're going to be about true exactly exactly which is also plays in the part with the next one which is honesty you know i mean being a truthful and honest person is 
always good. You know, people will always see that in you mm-hmm. when you don't lie, when you don't spread gossip, you know. And um, I don't know. I feel like lies lead to more lies and more lies. And, you know, you're just like in a tunnel rabbit hole of lies, you know. Yeah, or you can't get out. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Okay. So my next one is creativity. This is a personal one for me, you know. I just feel like you need to be able to express yourself. That's a core value for me. I feel dead when I don't express myself, honestly. I'm a painter. I'm a drawler. I, we do this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. this is just a way to express myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Also, the next one is courage. Overcoming your fears makes you grow. Unless you conquer scary things, you'll always stay the same. I always say this. If it feels uncomfortable, that's where you should probably go. You know? Because... Try out something different, you know? Yeah, definitely. You're right. That's the only way you can break free is if you, you know... Try different things. Try different things. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I... Definitely for me, good sense of humor. I mean, life is very tough. You know, there are always things. There's always another challenge, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. There's always another step. Always something. Yes, exactly. So having a optimistic personality about it, you know, like finding the good, humorous, joyous things in life is very important, you know, for to just, you know, keep you going. So, Mm -hmm. and also compassion because I don't know, I feel like we all need to have compassion for other people sometimes get compassion yeah and i don't know i just it's, it's a hard thing to for other people to understand yeah not you know, being nice to other people people who are different than you exactly. you know people who come from a different background you know like it, it i don't know opens you up as well exactly it shows you that not everybody's the same not everybody came the same way we exactly. all walked a different life you have to be compassionate to the things people went through true it's like the mailman. Remember this mailman at my job? He's an older gentleman. He's like got to be in his 50s. Mm-hmm. And we were working one Saturday, and me and Nar were cleaning out um, the storage closet. We were working hard down there. Yes, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Let me get my people some lunch. <laughs> so I ordered us a pizza, and um, I ate a few slices. Nar ate a few slices. Mm-hmm. Um, our co worker ate a few slices, but there was a few slices left. And I didn't want to take them home because I hate cold pizza. <laughs> so the mailman came in and I was just like, would you like a slice? But that's like regular to me. Like, yeah, I mean, you had, it's, it's, it's office pizza. You got the pizza for the office. Yeah. You don't want to take it home with you. Exactly. When we live in the city. Like you're going to walk that pizza home with that's So yeah. And if I didn't give it to him, I would have walked down the street and found my favorite homeless guy and gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. so, and just me asking him, how he was doing, and if he wanted a slice of pizza. The next day, this man ordered me a bouquet of roses. <laughs> Beautiful flowers in a vase. It must have run him like 55 bucks. Probably. I mean, he's a mailman. What kind of hookups does he have? Well, it's USPS. That's a government job. Government job. job. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was just really nice, and it opened up my eyes because realistically – you don't understand the impact that you have on people when yeah. you're compassionate. Yeah. It's like it's regular to you, but to other people, like, it could be everything. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, so, guys, Aristotle said, men acquire a particular quality by constantly acting in a particular way. Find out what your values are and stick to those. You know, the more you act, the more you'll be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm being loyal, I'm gonna be consistent. And, you know, you figure out what your core values are and you can do the same, you know? Yeah. I'm going to be humorous, courageous. Yes. Passionate. Stick to those. And it's like. All our core values. Yeah. yeah. The so heart. It's <laughs> me. She's tearing up, guys. <laughs> uh, lighter note. Lighter note. <laughs> lighter note. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. This is Mrs. Dr. Love signing out. <laughs> Okay, later now. <laughs> Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Okay, you ready? Yes, what are we playing this week? Today we're playing Who Am I? Who am I? You go first? Okay. Two and two. Two clues? Three clues. Three clues. Go two twice. people. Okay. Two mm-hmm. people, three clues. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. She's from the Caribbean islands. Hmm. She... Her supporters are called the Navy. Is it and because she's from a Caribbean island? I don't know. Always want to know that. Let's just look that up. Okay. And she was in the new movie, Oceans. What was it, 8 or 11? Rihanna. <laughs> really? <laughs> Rihanna. Okay. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a professional football player. Always with these vague ass clues. <laughs> oh my god, there's like so many professional football players. Um, but he's also an actor. Okay. Okay. And uh, can you smell what he's cooking? Can you smell what he's cooking? Oh, the rock! Yes. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Love him. This big bald head. Yeah. It's been like everything. Tooth Fairy and then Rampage, you know? Yeah. Like moves with Kevin Hart. And... We're Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like, he's doing well for himself, <laughs> honestly. Okay. So he was a child rapper. Mm-hmm. He is like, a, I guess you could call it like apprenticing. I don't know. Is like apprentice? No, like J.D. Jermaine Dupree was like his dad. Oh, okay. You know, father figure towards him. Okay. okay. And who? Jermaine Dupree? No, no, no. Well, I'm just trying to figure who uh, this okay. is. And okay. And he's always they created a challenge after him where you just front on Instagram like you got shit, but you don't. You know I'm never on Instagram. Well, those are my three clues. <laughs> Do you know who it is? Okay, let me run them back. What did I say? A child rapper. Jumaine mm-hmm. Dupree is like his father figure. Mm-hmm. And they created a challenge after him on Instagram to flex about the shit you do not have. Child rapper Nara. I only know two child rappers. Four child rappers? Is it Bow Wow? Little Bow Wow. (laughs) You just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. I mean, you run through my mind like all the time to the point that I just want to take you out. Dang, I don't know lyrics like these. That's because it was in, it's because it was in like Mike. That was like a big one. I used to rent that movie from the library. <laughs> it's like, they're playing basketball. They look at basketball. That was little. That was that was all little Bow Wow. It was so. It was like a. It was like a Mary Kate and Ashley style movie. You know, like some Good kids are orphans yeah. and they need a family, mm-hmm. and they become a famous star. And oh. then Morris Chestnut adopts him, oh. and also his little white. Foster brother. brother. Oh, little glasses. Oh, oh they were so cute together. It's a tearjerker, guys. We're doing well together now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, who's your last one? Last one. Okay. This person is a stand-up comedian. Okay. An actor. Okay. Is that one clue? That's one clue. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say. Uh, this person is a television host. Oh, God. It's like everyone. And this person is gay. Wow. It's vague, right? <laughs> That's really vague. <clears throat> Guys, you hear the helicopter? We're not going to cut that out, so I just wanted to point it out. <laughs> the helicopter just went over my crib, so. Back to the game. Back to the game. Um, okay, so she's a TV host, an actor, and... She's gay. Stand up. Stand up comedian. Can I get one more clue? Blonde? Ellen? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good job. Okay. Good job. Nice. So, this is where we're at, where we hashtag. Let's hashtag. That's hashtag. So, my first hashtag is Barty. Party. Okay. Hopefully she's out of trouble. Hopefully, you know, 
don't be throwing your shoes at anyone. Keep it, keep it classy. <laughs> I want to hashtag something I heard about this week. Adopt, don't shop. I'm actually thinking about getting a puppy. And the ASPCA is trying to, you know, promote this hashtag because they want you to adopt their pets. You know, don't go find designer pets when there are pets in need, you of know, homes. in shelters. Yes. So don't adopt, don't shop. Adopt, don't shop, people. Mm-hmm. My next one is hashtag none of those ass whoopings. Come on, people. All right. Don't do it to the babies. Don't <laughs> beat them. Bounce at home. Um, I want to shout out our music. Thank you, Nick. Definitely find more at gmac at soundcloud.com. G-M-A-K. Thank you. Find GMAC for the beats. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. This is the part of the show where I ask you to like and listen to us on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at None of That or also on IG. Follow us at None of That, two underscores. Look out for new episodes every single Friday, but actually not next Friday. Oh, yeah, let's talk break. about this. <laughs> yeah, let's tell them what's going on. We need a break. We, we love break. you. We, we need, need a break. break. So we're going to do some marketing. We're going to get ourselves out there a little bit more. You know, we're going to get some business cards. We're going to get some flyers, yeah. more marketing material. Um, we want to get callers. We want to get more feedback, more listeners. Um, we want to engage with people more. Exactly. Know? we got to figure out how we can get to people out there. Right. right. So we're all for one week, people. Mm-hmm. One week. Zoom in two Fridays. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So in the meantime, though, please send us some feedback, suggestions, games, you know, any would you rathers, you know, love, no hate, and share it with your friends. Share it with your friends, people. Tap the share button. My name is Nara. <laughs> My name is Elise, and we'll see you next, not next week. We will see you in two weeks with more None of That. Bye. Peace.